Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Video Game Lounge podcast, the podcast not here for notes and news, but to talk games and drink brews. I am one of your hosts, John. I'm joined by the two men you know and love. He is the Triss to my Geralt. That's Kevin, because he's redheaded. And then <laughs> he is the Yennefer to my Geralt. That's Andrew. How are we doing today, fellas? I was hoping you were going to call me Yasker. <laughs> <laughs> Toss a coin oh. to your witcher. Old dandelion himself. I'm doing great. Uh I missed I missed that intro. I'm not gonna Old lie. <laughs> you know it's surprising that song took off so hard. Like it's a great song to be wrong. I would listen Dude, to it on repeat. Awesome. But they played it for like fifty like thirty seconds in season one. <laughs> I was like, I, know, I thought dude, they played it a lot crazy. more than that. Spotify You two are on yeah. episodes two and three. I'm telling yeah, you, yes. episode four. Of season two. Episode four, season two. Yaskier comes back, baby. The return of Yaskier. <laughs> nice. Yo, he better slap some songs on my face. I didn't know this. Yaskier is, dan- is, is Dandelion in Polish. Mm-hmm. No, that's his name in the games. His name is Dandelion. Yeah, but I'm saying Yaskier oh, okay. is Polish for Dandelion. <laughs> gotcha. I don't speak French. Yeah. Neither do I, but um, bonsoir. Or bonjour. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, I'm happy, new year. <laughs> happy, happy new year. Happy new year, everybody. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We are recording this on the first day of the new year. Hope you guys had a great, happy, and healthy holiday season. How are you fellas doing? Andrew can't contain himself. He's laughing his ass off. I'm led to Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback to Dexter's Lab. Ratatouille. Hell yeah. And other shit. What? I don't know. Huh? What? 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 That had cheese in it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing uh, great. Uh, happy to be back. Happy to be recording again. The The break was nice, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's always nice to come back and uh, hit the record button. Hell yeah. Andy, how are you? Uh, dude, I am tired as shit. <laughs> yeah, COVID, yeah, we have patient zero. <laughs> COVID hit this house. We haven't been able to do anything. We stayed home for... Christmas, we stayed home for New Year's. It's just this, I feel bleh. And listeners, yes, he looks exactly like he sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's before the COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, got him. Got himself. <laughs> first got him of the year and he did it to himself. How does he mm, do it? First got him. Um, so yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for checking out our shit show. We're off the rails already. It's a new year. Same us. That is what is going happen with us. Um, if you guys have been around, you know how we start these shows. We're going to get into what you drink and what you playing. We're going to f- wrap up and finish our final fantasy coverage with Kevin and also get into some new year's resolutions and gaming, but we have much more of that later coming on the show. We will start with what you drinking. Kevy, we'll start with you. What you drinking, man? 
So for Christmas, my father-in-law got me this really dope-ass whiskey. And stop me if you heard it. It's called Blackened Whiskey. Ooh. Have you heard of it, John? Andrew? Negatron. I, I, mm, possibly. Keep going. Blackened Whiskey is a special type of whiskey that has been put in a, a black brandy cask. And then they have a low hertz frequency of Metallica's music <laughs> playing through the uh, the the the, uh, the drink. So it's as just it like ages. master of puppets <laughs> playing while this <laughs> while this shits in barrels. <laughs> yes, <laughs> on a low frequency. <laughs> or or enter Sandman, or it's just like yeah. Metallica's top hit. It's just Metallica fucking going, man. Now, if you don't treat your uh, unborn child like this whiskey, like I will be upset if you don't continue don't, the tradition. But the, I don't think I can drink my child. No, put the headset, Ooh. put the headset oh. on your wife's uh, <laughs> belly, and just play it very, very low frequency Metallica. And fair, fair. Kid's gonna come out, fucking devil horns out, fucking just shaking her head. No, it's uh, it's really good. I was surprised. Uh, most of these like. <laughs> Your daughter's uh, gonna come out like, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that much I desire. <laughs> Yo, if she can talk from day one, I'm putting her up for adoption. I'm not listening to that shit. All right, <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, no, man, it's definitely got it's got a little bit of uh, it's like pear, some apricot to it. Still got mm. that smoky flavor, but it's also got some cinnamon flavor and nutmeg. Dude, it, it is so good. Can I can I honestly say the music makes it taste better? No, <laughs> um, but it's a very good whiskey. Uh, Andrew, if I still have some, if you ever come down, I'm going to let you try it. Because I remember the last episode, you were talking that uh, you weren't much of a whiskey drinker. Like it's I want good, to be, but... I- it, it's a good fucking whiskey, man. Like, this is not something I would use to mix with. I was I was pleasantly surprised nice. at how good it was. So, uh, what, are you, what are you drinking, uh, John? Um, I got... Uh, it's a new-to-me cider. Um, I was, I was perusing, um, excuse me, I was perusing the, the local liquor store by me here on New Year's day. It was kind of like, uh, not much left in the cupboards sort of situation. So this is called Magners. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. It's an Irish cider. Um, it's, it's brewed in, in Ireland, um, from the juice of 17 apple varieties. It's a it's a four point five APV. It's it's pretty nice. It's light. It's it's not nearly as hard or harsh as like even an Angry Orchard. Um, it's got a nice smooth flavor to it. I'm kind of digging it. Right so on. It's a it's it's pretty good. So that's that's Magner's Irish Cider. Um, it's imported um, from Ireland. You can get it over there, and uh, it comes through Vermont. Along with uh, you fitting your date fire, dear. <laughs> <laughs> now, there we go. First where, impression of the year, Mrs. Doubtfire. Where's that rank? Because you've been drinking a lot of ciders. You've been mm. hitting that sauce pretty hard. No doctor's going to yeah. come within 50 feet of you. Uh, how does that, like, what's what's above it and what's below it as far as uh, other ciders? Yeah, good, good, good question. Good question. I think Woodchuck still is the king for me, honestly. Um, but it's been a minute since I've had one. But um, you guys turned me on to the uh, Angry Orchard. So without having had Woodchuck in a, in a minute, I'd probably rank it Woodchuck and then the Green Apple Angry Orchard. I would probably put the Crisp Apple 
third on that list and then this at the bottom. But like it, for bang for your buck, though, this was only $10 for a, a um, six pack. Hmm. So pretty good. And I'm, I'm done my first one already. So hell yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Mr. Andrew, what are you drinking, bro? I am drinking what's it's called a uh, orange smash. It's basically an orange crush in a can. <laughs> and it is so freaking tasty. Like I could just after one of these, I'm already feeling it. And then if a couple of them, I mean, you get them as a four pack in a little cardboard. It's only a 12 ounce can, but I mean, it's straight up vodka with orange juice and natural citrus flavors by a nice. devil's backbone distilling company. And I, a buddy of mine used to always drink this and I was like, here's to you, man. So I, I had to drink it. Hell yeah. Right on. Uh, yeah, you showed us the can before you started drinking it, and it does look like it got crushed, like you <laughs> dropped it down, oh, yeah. dropped no, it down I, a flight of steps. <laughs> I went to a uh, a place to go find this, and I was like, man, I, I looked all around. I couldn't find it where it's supposed to be. And then I'm like, all right, well, let me find a substitute of something. And where it's not supposed to be, I found a really beat up box of four. So... <laughs> I pulled it out and I was like, all right, you know, it's it's not like it's a can of uh, fruit or soup or something like that. Right. I'm not going to get botulism off of this orange crush. And then he got COVID. <laughs> there you go. Got him. Uh, yeah, it reminded me of that scene from the movie with Dane Cook, Employee of the Month, where he, that little kid at the beginning's got the toy and he's like, hey, man, that thing's 50% off today. And he like slices the box open. <laughs> That's what that can reminded me of. Now, Andrew, same question for you. Does that uh, orange, is it, what's it called? Orange smash. Orange, orange smash. smash. Does the orange smash taste better or worse than the, like, 15-year-old beer that your neighbor gave oh, you? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's very uh, hard to rank, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, uh, well, seeing as how I'm actually going to finish this one, and it's not going to have any chance of being chunky, <laughs> um, I think I'm going to have to go like orange smashes on top. Now, I hear COVID ruins your taste buds. So I don't know how accurate that is. I'm going to need you to go back to the so, house and get some more. <laughs> so the best thing is me and my wife both getting hit with COVID. We only lost our sense of smell, not our sense you've been, of taste. You've been lighting that house up, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, who's farting more? <laughs> so I was telling, I was telling uh, Ryan, you know, friend of the show friend of the gaming um i was telling him about that i was like you know dude this is gonna work out perfectly like but neither of us can smell as long as i leave him silent she's not gonna even know <laughs> just gonna blame him on bella your dog <laughs> exactly <laughs> but and then after like days before i got my smell back she was like i can i can smell it's okay i'm like fuck there goes that chance <laughs> And then just like two days ago, I started being able to smell again, too. So I was like, oh, whew, okay, well, <laughs> right on. I know it would have been it would have been terrible, like, because I know a lot of people still can't smell or still can't taste yeah. they, when they got it the first wave. And I'm like, dude, there, there'd be no way. Like, I love food too much. I love drinking stuff too much. Like, if I couldn't taste something or if it tasted metallic or ashy or shit, I like there's there'd be no way i wouldn't be able to do it i'd have to like i'd go far and wide i'd go to some buddhist uh buddhist priest up in the mountains to see if i could find a remedy to figure out how i can actually get my taste back 
There you go. Our our buddy on Discord, friend of the show, Star Lord, Caleb, what's up, bro? Um, he he's had long COVID and hasn't been able to taste for like a year. Um, and he's like into drinking, into smoking cigars and like all that stuff. So Caleb, if you're listening, man, hope you uh get better as well and get your taste buds back, man. Try out some Caleb, beers. have you tried the burnt orange and brown sugar trick? It's I think on he did. TikTok. I think I think uh Logan from Spoiler They Die. Uh, tried that okay suggested that so because there have been a few other things like like for the smell like i've seen like all the different things that i saw was like oh yeah you take these three different essential oils and you just dab and you wipe it around your nostril you do this three times a day for several days until you start getting your smell back i'm like i don't have like all these essential oils to dab into my nose three times a day like but i mean for those people i guess it it's required and for it to work there's only one essential oil I need, and that's whatever Chick-fil-A bakes their fries in. Um, <laughs> and with that, we will move into what you're playing. Andrew, I'll pick on you first. What have you been playing over our long-ass winter break? You just got pulled, pulled. Uh, so, mine has been just, you know, of course, it's been the usual. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Genshin Impact. I've been playing a little bit of Warzone. I haven't been doing as much because of COVID because I've been feeling like shit. Um, yeah. But um, I have been, whenever I'm not downstairs in my man cave playing console games, I've been upstairs in front of the TV with spending time with my wife and everything and like also playing Pokemon Brilliant Diamond getting the last few gym badges and then getting rocked in the very last last Pokemon of the Elite Four. So that and uh we noticed that I noticed that it takes two. The the game that's on Xbox and PlayStation and PC yeah. um was on sale fifty percent off. So I mentioned that to Emily. I showed her a couple of clips and we ended up buying it on PlayStation and we've been playing that last couple of days too. That's all one game of the year, right? I it, I think it was up it for it. It was nominated for a ton of shit at the Game Awards. But it, it, it has it, it it is kind of fun. Um and it's it's got uh, little big planet vibes just because of the way that uh I mean, yes, yeah, so the graphics to it and uh, like little uh Little cartoonish. Like a anim- yeah, a little clay animation, uh, cartoonish character to try to look real. Oh, he's stitched together with thread and this and that and have to make that look real, but they're really tiny. But a lot of the aspects are fun and funny, and it's a good uh, co-op game. What about you, Kev? What have you been playing uh, this break? Final Fantasy. <laughs> surprise I'll, yeah I'll, I'll get into that in later in the show uh yeah. i had had some time i played some really good games uh honestly um i played john since you're into the roguelike road light uh situation now there's a game on game pass called archvale okay. that's Write a lot down. that's a lot of fun uh it's an rpg uh roguelite that uh, very short. I beat it on the hardest difficulty in like less than ten hours, 
maybe like 15. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. They have so many different weapons so you can play how you want. There's magic. There's like throwing weapons. There's sword. There's bows. You get to go through all these different types of uh, areas that have new enemies. And it's it's challenging yet doable. So it's a lot of fun. I highly suggest you play that. Uh, started a game that was also on Game Pass called Bug Fables. And if you've ever played Paper Mario, it is Paper Mario. It's You guys are bugs, and it plays, looks, it, it, it feels like it's Paper Mario from the N64, even Thousand Year Door. It's amazing. Uh, highly suggest playing that. Um, like I said, playing Final Fantasy. But John, I watched Spider-Man No Way Home twice, and I was like... Lucky. I, I got to play some Spider-Man. So Joe got me Spider-Man Miles Morales for the PS5 that comes nice. with the remaster version on PS5. So I finally fired up Spider-Man on PS5 and it blew me away. Like it was, I haven't played yeah. much. I haven't even like gotten to the open world aspect. I like how it drops you in and you're, it's like teaching you the mechanics while you're chasing the helicopter. And yeah. I'm like, Joe, this feels so fluid. Like not to, not a joke, but it just everything feels natural, and there's so many different button combinations that yeah. the fighting is great. Like everything about it, in the small amount of time I played it, I was like, man, this game. I understand why John fucking just like hard. Dude, I, my my favorite one is just literally L one R one, and you like you just grab whatever's in the vicinity of your your combat arena, and you're just swinging it around. Like, and if you're on a construction site, it's always like a bag of sackcrete or something, or a, a manhole <laughs> cover. It's like, dude, it's so fucking cool. So it came with the remastered version of Spider-Man 2018. Is yeah, what you're she, about? yeah, she. Yeah, I asked her to get me. Uh, it's a special version of the Miles Morales. I can't remember what it's okay. called, but it comes with. It's like the all sticky edition. <laughs> it was sticky. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know how my wife wrapped it, but mm. it, I took the paper off. You know, when you like pull a, a slug up and you got that little slime. When I peeled the paper back, that's what happened. Um, but no, that. It came with that. I haven't played Miles Morales. I'm going to beat Spider-Man 4 first, and then I'm going to hop into Miles Morales. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That that Spider-Man 2018 game was was really good. Really good. Do enjoy it. Um, That's cool, man. What about you, man? How you been keeping your time preoccupied? Magic the Gathering? Actually, I was going to say, this is the first month in about five that I have not played. Ever since I've had my new laptop and PC, and you guys have opened up my eyes to other gaming opportunities other than my PlayStation, I've been playing a, a few things. So, um, I've been keeping up on Hades. I, Dude, I freaking love that game. I think I'm up to... I just played it uh, last night. Um, I'm up to about 30 runs. I think I was like on my 29th run. I got to the end. I didn't beat Hades like the boss, your dad, uh, in the game. Um, His second form is fucking insane, like with the shit that he throws at you and everything. But it's still fun. Uh, I'm having a blast with that game. Um, And I'm not, you know, I shared on the last episode, I'm really hasn't, I haven't been a fan of uh, roguelites before other than Bastion. And the company that makes Hades also made Bastion. the game is just solid. I love the story dynamic of every time you die, you go back to the house and then you find out more shit. Like, I don't know. It's just so good. And the, the combat is fluid. It looks incredible. I am a huge, huge fan of Hades. Um, on top of that, I've played a couple other things. Um, I started a game. 
you guys may have heard of it. It came out, I think, like two years ago. It's called A Plague Tale Innocence. Are you guys familiar with this game? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ke- Kevin, have you played it? No, I have it downloaded. I have not uh, played it yet. I do believe it's getting a sequel. Or yeah, so the sequel. the sequel is coming out this year. It's called A Plague Tale Requiem. So I'm playing the first one, and man, it is solid. It's really good. It takes place during the um, the uh, Black Plague, and you're in like 12th century France, and you take control of a sister. You have your little brother with you, and what's great about it is the whole game is basically sneaking so far that I've gotten to. I've played like the first two or three hours, and there's been technically like one boss fight, but it's a one-hit death scenario. You're only equipped with a slingshot and like a few rocks. And you're just trying to like distract enemies so you can get past them and that type of thing. Like it's it's very well done. The voice acting is amazing. Um, really, really digging this game. The, graphically, it looks incredible. Um, so yeah, Plague Tale Innocence is one. And then thanks to Andrew gifting uh, us some money on Steam, I was kind of inspired by Kevin doing his run through Final Fantasy. So I picked up a couple of Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed games that I either hadn't played in a while or just haven't played at all. So I picked up the original Assassin's Creed game and it's been god probably 10 12 years since I've played it. I still fucking love it, dude. It is still <laughs> so good. I love the original Assassin's Creed game. I really do. I, maybe part of it is because I was working at GameStop when that game came out and I got to like promote that game or or whatever. But man, it, it still plays nice. I'm playing it on my PC. It it, it still looks incredible. Um, I love the character of Altair like, and is like, I don't give a shit about anybody or anything attitude. That's who Altair is. Um, and he gets in trouble for it obviously but um yeah playing assassin's creed and then um i i mentioned uh during the last show that i was playing bits and pieces of final fantasy 13 um i i don't know man i still i still like that game i really do it's not a hit with a lot of final fantasy players but i don't know we talked about it last episode there's just a certain charm with that game that i really really dig the battle system is really enough to keep me engaged i love the paradigm shifts so um, I'm at the point where like you kind of storm the the airship and your party kind of comes together for the first time. So that's a cool part in the game. I really dig. I really dig it. So um, so that's it for me, man. Two things. Um, What's up? One, I'm very proud of you for branching out in your your gaming. Very proud of you. Appreciate because, it because like I we I've I've wanted you to be able to experience more and I still am trying to experience more. I mean, you know, A, it's content for the show, but B, yeah. it's you know, it's experience. For and sure. And I'm I'm proud of you, man. I just want to say you. that. Well and, um, what was the second thing? Um when you're playing it on your laptop and you're playing it on your computer, uh are you playing it with mouse and keyboard or do you have your uh controller hooked up or controller Bluetooth in? Uh, I'm doing controller like Bluetooth most of the time. Um, and when my controller's starting to die, I'll plug it in with the USB. But yeah, I'm strictly playing controller, which actually brings me to another game that I was playing. Sorry, I'm, I'm going long on, on my bit here. So I got inspired by watching The Witcher. And you can get the original Witcher game for like a dollar on Steam. And nice. then the second one for like $2. And so I bought both of those. And I was trying to play the original Witcher game last night unbeknownst oh to me gosh. 
that that game was a PC only game and you can't play it with a fucking controller. <laughs> so, dude, I'm on Steam community board for like literally an hour and a half last night um, trying to figure out controller configurations for a game that was designed specifically for mouse and keyboard and and figure out a configuration that worked and i just i couldn't do it i was like well it was only a dollar but i'm I'm gonna stick with it because like a lot of people's comments were like man the story is great you want to play through it and actually takes place after the last witcher book and uh, then the the games kind of continue the the story of the books thereafter so i'd nice. like to get into it i'm kind of inspired so um all right so that's it for me i'm gonna wrap up my portion here and we will get into the rest of the show, but first we are going to hear a message from our sponsor. It is Sadix, also on the Creative Brain Candy Network, and here they are to tell you a little bit more about them. Hi, I'm Jason. And I'm Rob. And, and we're, we're from, from Smoking, smoking and, and Drinking in Space. In space. Oh, whoa, hold on. I thought this was a commercial for Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys. Who no, no, no. This is the commercial for Smoking and Drinking in Space, a sci-fi podcast no, from... they don't want to listen to a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. It's old hat. We've been doing it for years. At least it's not shallow and vapid like that show with a couple guys who wish they had powers. I mean, what's up no, with that? You're shallow and vapid. I'm going to eat my fuck out. And you're an idiot. And you can catch both of us on Smoking and Drinking in Capes and Smoking and Drinking in Space at Creative Brain Camp. Andy.com, along with many other great podcasts. And we're back. Thank you guys for explaining what it is you do. They are the owners and operators of our network, so they're really cool people. If you're into sci-fi and all things superheroes, check out their podcasts. They are amazing. So uh, we will get into our topic. We're going to pick back up with the Final Fantasy coverage. So I believe the end of last episode, we had gotten into a little bit of Final Fantasy 13 too. So Kev, this game took you a little over 10 days to finish. So what are your thoughts on Final Fantasy 13 2? Well, we talked about 13 2 a little bit. Uh definitely the highlight was the Chocobo metal theme song, which I played yeah. for you guys after. <laughs> after yeah, post recording, that was <laughs> we we already talked about Metallica. That was basically if Metallica wrote a Chocobo song. <laughs> I don't know who greenlit that, but I hope they got a raise for sure. No, nah, uh, the ending of the game, kind of like I said before, 13-2, I really didn't dig Noel. Um, the ending boss was pretty cool. Uh, that had another stages thing. Wasn't overly difficult. I think I died once or twice. Um, it reminded me of Metal Gear Solid 2. When you're going against the 5 million Metal Gear Rays. Yeah. Uh, because you have the main boss and he keeps on summoning these two dragons beside him. So you have to destroy the two dragons on the side and then you can fight the main one. But after a while he'll respawn the two on the side. But I remember telling Andrew, it wasn't difficult. It was a measure of keeping you like a measure of how much you can pay attention because hmm. the boss had over a million HP, which I had no problem with because we, we do a lot of damage ourselves on my team fighting the two dragons on the side. You had to, you had to kill them almost at the same time. So you had the most amount of time to fight the main bad guy. And even when I had that much time, I think I only got him down 25 to 30%. So I had to repeat that two or three times. 
and it's just the uh, this it's just the same thing over again. It wasn't it wasn't difficult. It was difficult because they just they made you keep going, and it it, it just felt like a I don't know. It felt dumb. If they did it twice, okay, that's fine. But maybe if I was souped up, I could have beaten them in one go. So, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Mm-hmm. So is it like a scenario where you have to defeat those two dragons to yep. damage the boss? Or? Yeah, you, okay. there's no way you can damage the guy in the middle. And the thing is, like, I don't know if they got stronger as the battle went on, but when I first started the match, I had a really beefed up Silver Chocobo, and he was my, uh, like, my tank. And I remember... I got the boss down. I think he had like 15% left. I was texting Andrew. I was like, hey, hold on. Uh, we'll get on Halo after this. Let me kick this boss's ass. And then I died. And I was like, I'm not doing this again tonight. I'm not doing it again. I'm not. There's no way in hell I'm doing it again. I'm pissed off. I want to play something else. Um, but the it, all of a sudden, the boss, the, the side boss, just did wiped out my entire team at full health when Jesus. five minutes previous... It was doing like a hundred damage, and I don't know what happened. There was the the main guy because they're all Bahamuts. They're all the the dragon. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So if you have so the the main dragon does a countdown, and if both the dragons are alive, or I'm sorry, all three dragons are alive, they do a big ass mega flare attack. If only one is alive, he does a different type of flare attack, and if it's only he he's alive, then he does a a third type, and it gets weaker with less dragons. But it wasn't even that. It wasn't even the countdown. It was just all of a sudden there was like some white beams and then my team was dead and I said, fuck it, done. <laughs> um, the story didn't get any better. It was still felt like Kingdom Hearts. Uh, spoilers, uh, Sarah, uh, if I remember correctly, dies or something. Uh, it's not a happy ending for her. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. But even the boss, even the the boss before he turned into a dragon, he felt like he belonged in Kingdom Hearts. It just felt like a Kingdom Hearts game to me, to be honest, with with splashes of Final Fantasy. So not high on the list. Nah. I'll go through and, like like most of these, I'll go through and, and finish it up, get all the achievements, but not one I'll be like, oh, I could play that again. 13, I could play again. Yeah. I agree with you before, John. Like, 13, I think, is a good game. Maybe if you were grinding for a few months, like someone else decides to do, and Genshin you Impact, you would you wouldn't have uh, gotten wiped, <laughs> like Final Fantasy One. It wasn't a few months; it was almost a year. <laughs> and sadly, I wasn't even grinding the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> a, f- a few. A few months can be a year. <laughs> Andrew, I didn't have time. All right? I was trying to beat all the Final Fantasies in a year, not a Final Fantasy in a year. Come on, man. See, you got you got to like stretch it out. You got to have that Betty White like uh idea, you know, mm. make it last as long as it can. RIP. All right. RIP Golden Girl, man. Yeah. But uh, no, I didn't have that kind of time, Andrew. Maybe you can do that with thirteen too. All right, <laughs> you can you can spend six months <laughs> fucking with Noel's yeah. dumbass. Fifteen years from now, if they're even still podcasts, hell yeah. <laughs> well, you at least did a little quicker with Final Fantasy thirteen three. Like this one only took you three days. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like what? It, it was is 
easier? Was it just quicker? Did you actually speed run this one? Because I know we had talked about uh, looking up like a three hour speed run to it. No, I definitely speed run. Like I felt the time crunch coming. I speed run this one. I speed ran this one. Uh, so I feel like I cheaped out a little bit because the other ones I didn't go, I didn't have a guide or anything where this one I was like, all right, I got, I got to beat this. I know 15, so I could handle that. But 13, three yeah. was going in totally blind. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go play by play of a speed run, uh, beginner's guide. So I did that and the game was fun. Um, it was interesting. You only controlled lightning. So your back is lightning. Thank God, because yeah. if they called it Lightning Returns and you did not play as Lightning, I would have been upset. Uh, they go back to the enemies being visible, which I thought was nice, where 13-2 just had them pop up. Yeah. They still do the thing where you can manually attack, and they either have weakened health, or if they hit you, then you have weakened, like you have less health. They still have the stagger. But in an interesting way... You only play as Lightning, and she's the only one on your team. There's, it's an ATB bar, but you have, first of all, let me say, they brought back a pseudo dress sphere, which gives you classes, and I was like, game on, son, I'm going to go back and play this game for real. But you can attach different moves to the face buttons, uh, the controller, and in game, you can switch between the three dresses you have, and it's it's very fluid. And they each have their different ATB bar, so it's almost like you have three teammates with you, but it's just lightning, and you have to strategically balance those out. So, say, uh, for your first class, you had attack, blizzard, and guard, because you actually had not to fucking do the meme but it had dark soul elements where you could shield and if you showed at the right time it did like a, a, a zero damage block like a perfect oh frame, gotcha frame. so that so, was really so cool. did it so it brought back like the paradigm classes like from 13 like your sentinels your ravager and all that shit it was more thing? it or? was more like traditional style where you had more of a black oh mage, okay but they each had their own like attack and magic and then guard uh, gotcha. the guard may not have been as good or it could have been a super beefy, but then the attack wouldn't have been as good, or the magic would have been. So it was it was never like an OP class. But as you swap classes, the ATB would charge faster on the ones you're not doing. So you had to go through and swap them out. So it was very it was very interesting. I, I liked it more than I did Final Fantasy 13-2's uh way of going. I still think 13 maybe had, of the three had the best of it. But thirteen three definitely that that combat system is something to to talk about. What's not to talk about is this abysmal story. So this takes place like five hundred years after thirteen two, uh, and I didn't know this. I had to read a synopsis about because I didn't know what the fuck's going on. Apparently, in thirteen, and John, you just played through this and you're still playing through it. Let me know if you got a hint yeah. of this. Apparently. Okay. God chose the Falci and the Lassi and stuff like that. Did you get any whiff of that? Uh, a little bit. That there's like a primordial, like God-like being that is a different Falci that controls all of the other Falci, or like directs them to okay, these Falci are for Cocoon, 
which is the one world, and then the other Falci go to Pulse, which is the other world. Kind of, sort of. There's a little bit of that in the lore. There's like the War of Transgression or something is what they call it, I think, in the game. Maybe I'm just dumb then. I didn't pick up any of that. And the reason why I ask is because uh, in this one, you are what's called a savior. And God himself made you a savior. And you have to save everyone on earth. And uh, what's hope? Hope is not hope. Hope is, he's kind of like the burning bush. God made him into your he's life. And Moses? <laughs> he, yeah. He uh, he brought him into uh, Lightning's life, and he even says himself, "I don't. I remember my memories, but I don't remember how I learned everything." And he's just in this white room to help you go back in certain points to go save different people, and you have thirteen days to save these people. And every day, there's an actual time system, and every day you have to give your energy to this tree. So her being a savior is different than being a lassie, which was oh, what yeah. they no, called no, the, they are, the godlike beings from the from the first game. <laughs> they're completely different things. She is a savior. She is Jesus, and she's there to collect all the souls and save the earth. I don't I don't know. I stop I told Andrew, I I texted Andrew, like I always do, when I started this game, and I was like, Andrew. I'm 30 minutes in. I haven't skipped any cutscenes because I, I wanted to get the story still with <laughs> while doing the speed run. And I was like, yeah. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm getting mad. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, similar to Final Fantasy 12. Yes, yes. Uh, at least I understand. I, this is dumb, <laughs> but I understand <laughs> it. 12, I did not understand at all. No, it's... <laughs> I, so this. so it's kind of like the the Star Wars sequels like the last Jedi is 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 a decent movie on its own but doesn't really fit in the trilogy that's kind of what this game is yeah <laughs> it, yeah like it'd it's, be a it's, great it's, game on its own but connecting <laughs> to the other stories it's like what the fuck is going on yeah no it's a uh, I don't, I don't know, man. You guys have to play it yourselves to just understand. Uh, dude, how... I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it now, just story wise, <laughs> as, as I'm currently, you know, solely but surely trudging through Final Fantasy 13. Now I, now I really want to play 13. <laughs> well, you have to let me know your thoughts. I'm gonna go back because, I, like I said, I really love the battle system. Ending boss is pretty cool, uh, John. Since you haven't played, it, I don't want to spoil it yet. But the, the battle system was what really drew, drew me in on that one. Sure. Same sure. same art style. Um no Kingdom Hearts, so that was nice. So I that's that's one I can definitely go back yeah. and fuck you, Noel. <laughs> He's so trash. <laughs> who greenlit that? I want if it's the same person who did the metal chocobo music, you're you, you can stay there, but you're gonna go in the basement. If it's a different person, the person who made Noel needs to get shot out of a trebuchet, while the guy who did the chocobo metal music should have a goddamn gold statue in his honor in the middle of every town. We just had SAT word of the day. How many of you know out there know what the fuck a trebuchet is? <laughs> I do. Please, type of catapult. <laughs> please at John. That's not a, that's not a, he definitely knows what it is. 
It's like muddled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, inside jokes. We're 16 episodes in and we have inside <laughs> jokes already. I'd love it. Um, all right. Well, we'll transition out. I think we shit enough on uh, 13-3. We'll transition out to the last game of the series. This one took you right up to the deadline. You finished it in five weeks, four days. Final Fantasy 15. So, Did you say five weeks? It. That's that's what the doc says. Yeah, from uh, what was it? Oh, oh. my apologies. My apologies. I was like, it was that long. Eleven twenty-two to twelve thirty. Yep. Oh my so god! A little over a month you were on that game. Holy fuck! Uh, well, you no. were really busy at work too. So work holidays. Yeah. No, uh, I wife was pregnant. Be- you know, true. <laughs> Can't she time this better than the year of Final Fantasy? The fuck is wrong with her? I swear to God, Jesus, man. Thank God she doesn't, uh, you know, love me and listen to my podcast. Um, so I can't wait to talk to you guys about that whenever she listens to this episode. <laughs> fucking goes on. All right, episode, uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. John, you said you hated this demo. You said you yeah. played the demo and they had the the time elements. Is that right? Yeah, it was like a weird time and weather element thing. It was a bunch of big circular pads that you just ran around in. There was nothing with the car or the cool music that I've seen all over. YouTube and shit. I was like, where was that stuff in the demo? Um, yeah, there was like two fights, maybe I think only one in front of a big ass mansion. Um, yeah, I, I really didn't like the demo. And it was like two hours long of just running around. So, but we're here for your thoughts. What are your thoughts on 15? I feel like this was the perfect way to end my Final Fantasy year. And it's because really? what yeah, and it's because what John said was the music. So we all we all enjoy music, all three of us, and you know we 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 all somehow play some. We all we all know guitar. John's obviously the the boss moss uh, of guitar playing. Uh, Andrew eh. slams on guitar, and I can do okay in Guitar Hero. Um, so music isn't is important to our lives. And going through this game and collecting the different CDs and listening to all the Final Fantasy music, just it felt so good because I, I thought about the year going through and I was like, man, remember like a year ago listening to this Final Fantasy 1 music and then even yeah. the newer stuff, the ones that I had played before, Final Fantasy 7 obviously, um, made me think about when I mowed the grass maybe think about when I was a kid and and listen to uh, listen to the music play the mu- uh, I'm sorry played the game for the first time uh Final Fantasy 8's music 9 it was just I think it was a really good choice to do that um and all while you're driving the car I enjoy this game John I think you should give it a try cuz I don't think I don't even remember like I still even playing this game recently I can't place what you're talking about in the in the story so I don't know if it was solely a demo kind of thing or whatever it, it must have been because i remember bringing it up in conversation before and you're like what the fuck are you talking <laughs> yeah. about so i mean it, it happens a lot of times in games where demos have a, a function or a feature or show something that doesn't end up making it into the final game mm-hmm. you know so and it, it's probably what happened with with this um but it's also it's been a minute since i played that demo that was probably like God, when did Final Fantasy 15 come out? That was like three years so, ago? 2017, I think. 17? Okay, uh, so yeah, no, we're talking... 16, late 16. 
late 16. So this would have been like late 14, early 15 that I actually played this demo when it would have come out probably. So uh, we're looking at five, six years now, seven years maybe. So um, I think I talked about this before where uh, you only played as Noctis. Mm-hmm. And you had your three companions. Um, Prompto was the most annoying for sure, but I still enjoyed him because he, he, every, every single character had a thing that could do outside of battle and he was a photographer and this is very cheesy, but I remember playing this Final Fantasy 15 the first time. I didn't do it so much this time, but whenever you set up camp, he would have pictures taken of when from the last time he rested to this next time he rested. And I was like, that's really cool. You that's know, a cool thing. That's yeah. pretty neat. So I would always go, when I first played it, um, when it first came out, I would, every time we rested, I would always save a photo and I had all these photos. And at the very end of the game, I, I lined them up and I was like, Oh man, that's, that's really cool. That's a nice little touch. It's uh, like, Oh, here's f- f- photos of this journey. We just went on together. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's um, pretty neat. So that was really cool. Uh, Ignis was the uh, the like chef. He cooked all this food that gave you powers during your rest. Like it boosted certain stats and stuff. Uh, Gladios was the badass. Like he was the big muscle bound freak. Um, I don't honestly remember what the fuck he did. It must not have been too important, but Noctis got to fish, and I'm all about some fishing and gaming, so that was really cool, uh, fishing. Chocobo theme song wasn't as cool, for sure. What this game really impressed me with, not only visually uh, how well it looked, but the sense of scale that it gave. Because there's summons in this game, and they are massive. They are. They feel like gods. And uh, what's the... What's the turtle's name that's in like every Final Fantasy that's like super hard? John and Final the, Fantasy. The adamant, adamantoise. That thing is literally a mountain. The first time you see it, it like walks oh, up. Yeah. When it like it shows in a cutscene, the first time you see it, it lifts up and like not just like, what is that mountain doing? Why is it moving? And then all of a sudden you see this turtle. And it that I always love that in games where you feel so tiny and when you take that monstrosity down, it feels like a win. So congratulations on that, guys. Uh Whenever you listen to this podcast, whoever made the game, uh, not not the company, personally, uh, the people. I wish I could say the story was good. It it wasn't that memorable. Uh, I feel like that's a common thing. Like a lot of these Final Fantasy, I feel like I feel like I say the story wasn't that great. Uh, maybe I'm just being too harsh, or maybe I'm putting you know the ones that we love up on too much of a pedestal. They had different types of weapons you can unlock that were. The, I forgot what they called. They were almost like god weapons uh, from your family. Uh, so that was cool collecting all those. For some reason, this game had a multiplayer thing called Comrade. I remember that. I remember it, that. Never. By the time I played it, I think it was already taken out and it's its own side game. It's a thing. separate thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what were they going to let one of the other four people be the one in charge of changing the CDs out? <laughs> Don't hate on my CDs, damn it. 
going back to the car though, that was another thing where we I have not been able to do uh, since Final Fantasy Nine was later on in the game. Spoilers: the game, the car turns into this like futuristic airship, and you get to fly oh. that fucker around. It's awesome. Why did we not have airships in a game focused on pirates who had airships? Fuck. Because I'm angry. we didn't combine transformers and pirates right away. God damn it, man. Twelve. It's like piss- trying to it's like trying to say uh there's a combination of uh space pirates out there. Like or space pirate cowboys. Like, oh there yeah, that go. can't be done. Oh, and Josh, Firefly. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, do you have any experience in Final Fantasy fifteen at all? No. No. Okay. Gotcha. I, I've seen a couple of the different like trailers and whatnot whenever it first came out, but I never like just seeing like, oh yeah, you could drive in the car the whole time, man. That's awesome. No, uh, that did not appeal to me, <laughs> bro. Is that, your, you. is that your biker voice, <laughs> man? You driving a car the whole time, It did have a a thing where it changed uh, different times. Uh, like obviously, it it went through. Kind of like Ocarina of Time, where the the sun would set, um, and the the enemies would get harder. So you had to go rest uh, at certain points, or you can go mm. and try and beat up the the harder enemies. Oh God, it's Dead Rising all over again. <laughs> no, you're not going to get scared. You have the car and the music, man. Just listen to. I, I didn't find. I want to find out. I'm going to go back to my safe file and uh, see if thirteen two chocobo music was on there. If so, I'm gonna do donuts in front of the garage. Oh uh, dude. And you can customize the car. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, this whole game was like, all right, we're gonna do need for speed and then somehow they just threw in some fun fantasy. <laughs> Made <shit>. it a <laughs> need for fantasy. <laughs> no, I think uh I think you guys would enjoy Final it. for speed. I don't know. I think you guys would enjoy it. Um yeah. I'm not gonna be like, hey, you guys gotta play this, but I feel like if you guys pick it up Maybe John, after you're done your 13 trilogy, you you want to try 15. Maybe not, I mean I'll I'll give it a go. By then they'll be on the Final Fantasy 20 probably at that point. But unfortunately not. They delayed Final Fantasy 16. I know. Big I know. sad sadness. But that that's it. Well, that's, if, that's if I continue with my one a year. Um, I mean, by the time our kids are old enough to listen to the podcast and. My son will be play. out of college by the time you get to Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> Guys, I beat Final Fantasy 2. <laughs> Good. Now we can all get in our cars and be driven to our geriatric home. <laughs> Grandpa, what's a Final Fantasy? Bitch, listen. <laughs> what, wait, Final Fantasy, is that a make-a-wish? What do you want to do? <laughs> um, all right, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That wraps up our Final Fantasy coverage. Hats off and huzzah to Kevin. He finished them all in a year. Dude, that is just rough God, going. That's insane, man. I mean, Never it was rough again. going, but man, what an accomplishment, bro. Like, seriously, hats off to you. Thank God. Um, so I, I thought we could maybe end the show here. We can just kind of go around and talk about maybe new year's resolutions that we have for maybe even our, our personal lives but probably more on just gaming like things we want to do in the video game space whether it's stream more or play certain types of games or whatever so whatever new year's resolutions you guys have please add us at uh, vgl underscore podcast on twitter or vgl 
podcast on Instagram. So which one of you guys should I pick on first? Andrew, it's been a minute since we've talked with you. Kevin and I just kind of got in a groove there. So what would you like to do with your New Year's resolutions for 2022? That's fine because I like just listening. I'm not a big talker. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, for for 2022, I I definitely want to play more diverse games. Like I want to be able to play things that I don't normally Horizon. play. <laughs> take more. Um, I said diverse. Um, Uncharted. Um, <laughs> diverse. So yes, there. Are, those are games that I do need to work on to finish as well. God of War. But I mean, but for me to have played. Um, uh, Binding of Isaac with Kevin, like yeah, yeah. a couple months ago, that was that was out of my wheelhouse. That is not something that I normally typically play. And other games like uh, like Prop Night, um, like is Dead by Daylight, but like with Prop Hunt, like different games like that, like that would just seem not really my typical wheelhouse. That I'd want to expand what I play. So like yeah, I I want to be able to play a little much more diverse games. Um, I actually want to make sure I start streaming again too. I want to be able to build that up and figure all that out. Um, do a little better with editing and getting better at like figuring all that out for this podcast to be able to build it and also to work up, uh, uh, my clan group that I'm part of, uh, Diamondback and build that up, expand that and, help that to continue its uh, legacy. Yeah. If, if you guys are into Call of Duty and like to play Call of Duty, especially Warzone, check out Andrew's group, um, Diamondback. They're on Instagram. What It's at The Diamondback, I believe. Um, I, I remember. can't remember if it's official Diamondback or if it's... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to double Clearly, check it. But one of the other guys in the groups runs the Instagram <laughs> yes. account. That's that's Kevin, uh, a different Kevin. The Elko. other Kevin. Um, yeah, yeah, he manages the Instagram and such like but, that. But yeah, they they post uh, pictures and vids of them playing um, and stuff. It's it's really fun. Where it's 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 a chill community of of gamers who just want to sit and and play Warzone or other Call of Duty games. So if you're if you're into that type of stuff, check out Andrew's group. Um, good group of guys. Because we try to play different things, like not only Warzone or other first-person shooters, but like we've played Among Us, we've had Among Us nights, yeah. and we've done different things like that. And we try to branch it out and try to make it so that people have a place to be able to go and uh, have other people that can have similar interests of games to play so that you don't really feel like you're alone, but you're not really asking random strangers on the internet to to play with you. To build a community and just, you know, have fun people to be around. I, I will have the link to that in the description of the show notes once this posts. <laughs> or Andrew, since you're editing, maybe you put your own damn link in there. <laughs> nah, I gotta make you do something. Hey-o. Yeah. So uh, that that's cool, man. I think both of those are really good resolutions. Do you have anything else for, for this year? Or is that kind of it for you? I that's mean, cool, man. Just, just keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. How about you, Kev? Any uh, resolutions this year in gaming? Maybe not such a long, <laughs> uh, tedious uh, thing like Final Fantasies. Maybe something yeah. smaller, like yeah. Metal Gear Solids or Devil May Cries or something. All the Shining Forces. Yeah, all two of them. But we don't. Yeah. We don't talk about the others. <laughs> no. Um, 
all the fallouts. Yeah, that would actually, be a good one. You actually named them. I want to do um I want to do the Metal Gear Solids. I want to also do Metal Gear 1 and 2. But nice. I want to beat them in uh the big boss rank. Or Oh shit, dude. Yeah. Wow. So I want to, so but there's so few that I feel like it won't be as challenging. So I actually did I want to do two. Uh, I also want to beat the Devil May Cry games because there's six. There's one through five, yeah. and then there's the remake DMC. I yeah. have them. It's kind of like Fast and Furious. I have them. I I don't know how. I don't do anything with them. I feel like I should watch them and or play them. <laughs> um, so I feel like that's, I think, a total of like 12 games but they're much smaller than rpgs oh yeah for sure so they feel i feel like that is a more reasonable goal uh and the thing i missed out this year the most was since i had to do so much final fantasy stuff which i enjoyed uh i missed out on because i i feel like you guys always have your kind of games that you play and it's usually like in this nice little niche box where me i'm yeah, fucking yeah. like i'm all over the goddamn place where yeah. i feel like i missed out on that this year so I want to get back into just playing the most random off the wall shit. Yes, good. I also just like Andrew, I want to get back into streaming. It's been a very long time. Uh, work. My job mostly consists of talking to people, so trying to stream and talk to people uh, is immensely fatiguing. So when I have my baby girl, uh, I'm going to be a stay at home dad. So I'm going to try and do the stay at home dad. Uh, streamer kind of life uh, while I can. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But got that. Got. Uh, I'm gonna try to do more around the house for my wife, especially since I'm gonna be at home. Uh, try and keep up with the baby. Try and keep up the house cleaning. That way, both of our lives are you know easier. That's good, man. Um, I think that's about it. I I'm definitely excited. I think I'm most excited for the Metal Gear Solid franchise. To be honest with you, just to go through again. Because I don't Metal gear. <laughs> so on on that note, would if and when you go through that, are you gonna do it by like order of release or like order by story? Like would you start at like Metal Gear Solid 3 and then go through like Portable Ops and then uh God, what's the next one? Um Peace Walker and all that shit. No, I I always found personally the best way to play through an entire series of games is from release date yeah because what happens is say john you played witcher one all right and witcher one is i was attempting to do it last yeah. night yes <laughs> where's my controller yeah it's obviously very different from three but two is also very different from one it's the same play style one and two are the same play style where three is kind of moving the uh, character one and two are more point and click kind of stuff Sure. But two added a lot of things. And I feel like if you play two first and then tried to go to one, one would be ruined because the entire time you're like, it's it doesn't have this. It doesn't have that. Yeah. Like if I went to three, Metal Gear Solid 3 and played Metal Gear Solid 2, I'd be like, hey, I can either change into one uh, RDU outfit, BDU outfit, or I can change into this wig. Bro. I got shot. When? How do I dig the bullet out? You know what I mean? It's yeah. These things they sure. add make it fair point. So yeah. that's I always fair felt point. like original release was the best way to play for me because you don't feel like you're missing out on anything. 
Yeah, regardless of where it falls in the story, I think I'm kind of along the same lines as you, sure. Like, I, I could see, like, you make a very valid point. Like, if I started with uh, Snake Eater and then went to play the the original Metal Gear Solid, the one that came out in 98, you know, where it's, it's a different camera, the graphics are different. Like, yeah, it could totally take you out of the moment, like, like you said, there's no camo index or you're not able to eat snakes <laughs> or or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I could see that. So, yeah, I think doing it by release would probably be the way to go. That, that makes a hell of a lot of sense, actually. You get to feel the the progression of what got new, uh, what got added in that's new, what got taken out that's old, what did you miss, what did you like, what did you don't like, and like you can kind of feel it as it grows up mm-hmm. that sounded weird uh, but you can you can kind of understand how it 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 evolved got as many sequels as it did yeah hey we're, we're we're an hour or so into our first podcast of the year and we had our first dick joke that's pretty good so that's pretty good for us <laughs> um that's cool man i'm excited for you to do that um i remember what was it? Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater Subsistence, I think it was called, had mm-hmm. the original MSX games for Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2. And I remember playing the first one. And it was actually kind of fun. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but I, I ended up just stopping it and was like, you know, it's a great game. I love the lore that it's set up for the for the universe of Metal Gear. But I'd much rather just sit here and play Snake Eater all day. <laughs> Andrew, uh, you know which one I'm. Mo- I know John's the Metal Gear guy, but Andrew, do you know which one I'm most excited to play? Of Metal Gear. Of the Metal Gear series, yep. Um, that's a good question because I mean we played a lot of four together. We played, or we played a lot of two together. We played VR missions. Uh, you know, three you can run around and eat snakes, but there's also the like. I always think of like crab people, like uh, Metal Gear. Um, but John and I played a lot of what was it four, five, John? Oh, four had that had MGO. played with MGO. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll give you a hint. You owned this one, Andrew. Oh God, one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the one with Raiden, Metal Gear Revengeance, or whatever? No, the fuck no, it's Andrew didn't own that. <laughs> Ghost Babel for the Game Boy Color, man. You guys, you know what I'm talking about? Andrew, you have no idea what you're talking about. Dude, Metal Gear Solid is a fucking classic Metal Gear game. I remember having one of the old ones on Game Boy. It was just called Metal Gear Solid. I remember if it was Color. Yeah, it was Game Boy Color. I didn't think it had the Solid. I thought it was just Metal Gear. It's Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babel. Now, I, honestly, that's the one because I've only played it like once or twice, and it honestly don't get me wrong. I'm not going to overhype the game. It's not as good as any of the one through fives, uh, but it's it's a lot of fun, and I think it's because I played it so few times. Like I've played one through five numerous times. John, you're right there with me. It's like, but yeah, oh yeah, this one. If you haven't played this one, I would definitely try and uh, get a copy. Uh, illegally yeah i i think for me the one that i would be most excited to play again especially given the current circumstances in 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 the world and where technology is would be would be two Mm. just because hideo kojima was so far like 
Oh my god, dude. He was so far out there with that game, but so much of the shit that is talked about in that game with AIs and and computers and shit actually came to light. It's it's scary going back. Like I've I've watched YouTube clips of shit and I'm like, "My god, man, some of the dialogue in uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, I'm like, "Holy shit, dude. How did they have the foreknowledge and 20 years ago to think of some of that stuff?" Yeah, man. I mean, Ko- Kojima is the best. He's just he's freaking awesome. So I'm excited for you to go through that, man. Riding. Something happened to me last Thursday when I was driving home. I had a couple miles to go. (laughs) Dude, that that part where you start talking about the fucking alien story? Fuck that, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. Scares the piss out of me. John, what about you, man? What what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) What are your your, Um, uh, New Year's resolutions? I am... like you guys, but I've never gotten into it. I mentioned during the last episode that um, I'm hoping that before God of War Ragnarok releases that I might be able to get into streaming um, on Twitch. And, and you know, I really want to play through the God of War 2018 game on stream. I, it's my favorite game. I love it. And just to share my love of the game and um, just connect with some some people, whether it's you listeners or you guys show up on stream or whatever. Like, um, I've never done it before, but um, you know, I'm I'm interested in doing it. So, um, I, I would really like to get into that. Um, can I make a suggestion? Sure. Uh, Kevin's kind of already established on Twitch. I'm not as much. What I've seen from a lot of even current uh like successfully uh, successful Twitch streamers or streamers in general, they're saying don't start on Twitch because Twitch doesn't have a very good discoverability feature. If you were to try on something else, like even Facebook gaming or uh, like YouTube, a lot of people are doing YouTube because you can actually learn, discover and find people a little better on something like that. Just throwing it out there. If you want to do Twitch, you could do Twitch. I have a suggestion as well. Um, don't, don't do streaming. <laughs> I was going to say, don't have a face cam. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> no. I know. I, I am the ugliest out of the three of us. So, uh, <laughs> no. no one wants to see my fucking ugly mug. He'll just have a face cam of like, you know, uh, his, his daughter in the crib. And that's it. Like, you know, like how some people are streaming and they'll have like their pet in the background or their the special webcam for their pet. Like he'll just have a, his daughter. Bro, I'll just make myself a Kratos mask at work with the eyes. Oh my cut god, out. John will be a VTuber. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um, what I was gonna say was give um, your daughter the controller. That way, when people come in, you're like, "No, I get it. She's just a kid. That's why the, she sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man. All right. Tangent within a tangent here. We're going to go into the Wayback Machine here. Um, this was probably like, God, 12, 13 years ago. Um, I had gotten a game that released in 2005 that was called Star Wars Episode Three. It was, at the time, the best Star Wars combat game. It was fucking awesome. And the, the lightsaber combat was fucking incredible. It was very much ahead of its time because they actually got the guy who choreographed all of the lightsaber duels and the prequels. They actually got him to come in, put him in a mocap suit and and like filmed him 
and and recorded him doing a bunch of the moves. They even had Hayden Christensen come in, Ewan McGregor. Like it was, and that's why that game is so fucking awesome. Um, I can remember playing that game with my youngest sister, and I'm I'm fucking whooping her, man. Like I am just destroying her, right? Unbeknownst to me, because. My the way that my setup was in my old room, you could walk in into the door to my room and my TV was at the far back wall. And then I had my chair right in front of it and then another like kind of love seat thing beside that. And my sister was sitting on that. I had left my door open. So I did not know that Andrew, one, was at my house and two, made his way upstairs and into my room. And I didn't hear him. I was so focused on kicking my little sister's ass in the Star Wars game that she had no idea what she was doing. So if I remember correctly in that game, I think it's like a best of three scenarios. So first round gets done and it was almost like Mortal Kombat flawless victory. I think she maybe got like one or two hits in. And like we're halfway through or so like the second round and all of a sudden she's getting hits in. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and, but she's sitting like off to the side. I couldn't see, like, kind of, like, it's in my peripheral. I couldn't really see her, right? So Andrew had actually sat next to her, grabbed the controller, and then started kicking the shit out of me. <laughs> and it didn't dawn on me until the end of the round till I look over and kind of behind me, and I see Andrew sitting there with this big shit-eating grin on his face, like, gotcha, and I was like, you motherfucker. Dude, the look on your face, you turned around and you were like, how the fuck, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Anyway, that was a tangent within a tangent. Um, so one of the resolutions I have is actually hope to finish a bunch of the games that I have currently in my backlog. I have a ton of shit that I've downloaded either through like PS Plus or Xbox Game Pass or all these games that I've kind of missed out on. Like on PS Plus, I know I have games like Days Gone. Um I need to find I need to finish Final Fantasy 7 remake. I really love that game. Um I I want to just be dedicated in finishing games that I've started. Because I, I had started Days Gone and then I started Ghost of Tsushima and never put it down. So making time to kind of finish the games that I've started and make my way through my backlog. Um, but also I know the two games that I talked about uh, a couple episodes ago, the ones I'm looking most forward to this year, are also going to take up my time as well, which are God of War Ragnarok and uh, Horizon Forbidden West. So hoping that I can... Actually, I, I don't know, Andrew, maybe you're like this because uh, I wanted to kind of present this as a question. I find that however much time I have to game dictates what game I might play. Yes. If I have like if I have like half an hour, I'm going to throw on one of my annualized sports games and play like Madden for half an hour just because, OK, cool. I'm in my creative player mode. I can knock out a game or two. And then turn my game off and move on. If I have two hours to play, then I'll sit and play like my Ghost of Tsushima's or my Last of Us's, God of War's, whatever. Like, um, so I want to I want to really work through my backlog of games by taking those like half hour, forty five minute long like time periods and go. Okay, cool. I'll knock out forty five minutes of Days Gone. I may just be going from one area to the map or the other, but at least I'm doing something in game. I'm progressing. So, Andrew, you kind of like that, too? Like, oh, absolutely. how much time you have for a game kind of dictates what game you might play? I mean, there's, there's, it, 
that's my gaming life. That's my like TV life. Like I, I will watch like six episodes of an anime because I didn't think that I really wanted to be able to sit down to watch a movie. That's only four episodes long. Yeah. Yeah. Because it gives me that chance of, I can bow out at any time. I, I can determine if I want to continue going depending on how it feels later on and not I'm going to solely dedicate the next two hours to blank. Depending on how I feel, it'll be like, all right, well, I may hop on Genshin Impact and do something a little bit for like 20 minutes, half hour. Or I'll hop on Halo and I'll just play through the campaign. Or yeah. I'll like hop on Pokemon and then, you know, oh, I'll just I'll work to build up my people or go to the next gym and that's it. Like it, it all depends on how much time I have, how like, you know, uh, hungry I am for like playing and like how, I don't know how focused I am or how mentally like strong I am to be ready to play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find that there are also times too, where I have like two hours I can play like wife and kids are out of the house or something and I can pop in a game. And then there's times where I just really want to sit and veg out and not have to think too hard. So I'll throw in like MLB the show and just go through like the created player thing there too. Or like not really having to pay attention. I can just kind of tune everything out. I'm not having to like worry about story or where I'm at on the map or what side quests or whatever the fuck I'm doing. Like, you know, it's, it's less to think about, you know, and that's, that's really kind of what my draw into call of duty was like, okay, I'm see guy, kill guy. That's kind of all of call of duty is, but most of the time I was getting killed. So <laughs> super um, auto pets. There you go. Kev, do you have any thoughts on that? You were, you're sitting there nodding. No, I'm the same way. I usually spend like 30 minutes trying to figure out what to play. And that's the time that I had to play. <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like all right i got 30 minutes to game what am i going to play and i just pull up my games in the xbox and i'm like, like yeah what's on youtube <laughs> yeah that, that's happened to me before i'm like oh shit uh like i'll sign on the ps4 and it's like holiday sale up to 75 percent off and i'm like cool what's on sale and next thing you know i've just spent a half an hour going through uh <laughs> sorting all the shit and going through what's on sale and what price and i'm like oh well damn there goes my half an hour no so. it, it's just like a lot of the games I have installed right now are like RPGs, so I couldn't be like, yeah. all right, I got half an hour, I can do two battles in Final Fantasy if I wanted to, or I can yeah. do something else. Because I feel like it's, uh, just like Andrew was saying when he watches TV, because I was going to say that as well, I feel like you feel like you're making progression on something if you do a smaller increment game. So if I did Binding of right. Isaac, I can beat the game in 40 minutes. Or I could do 40 minutes of some story on Final Fantasy, just like I could watch a movie or I could watch four episodes of something. Because we all know we're not going to get up in the next two hours, no matter what we're watching yeah, or playing. It's, right. So I feel like it's kind of that. It's just it's a it's a mental thing of am I going to have progression in this? That's I feel like that's what it boils down to me. Because a lot of it is if you feel like you've had like progression, like you said, and accomplishments and you feel like you've made milestones that's like that's where you feel accomplished in what you did if like you said john you're just you know progressing from one side of the side of the map to the other 
it may not feel like much of, much of an accomplishment. Like, sure. I don't read, but I would assume that's how it is if you're just reading like, you know, background stuff of a book. Like, you know, you're reading uh, like half of a chapter. It's just like background information. Like, I don't need to know what the person looks like. Just tell me what they're about to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, to sum all of that up, just working through the backlog of games and kind of making sure that I'm, you know, when I have my time to play, um, you know, that I'm trying to work through some of the stuff. And also, like, it, it's going to sound a little cheesy, but, uh, you know, I, I really want to make sure that we're continuing to, to have a good podcast, a good product for you guys to listen to. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun doing this. Um, and I, I'm just always incredibly thankful and grateful for just how much support we continue to get. And we're, we're still growing. Uh, for for being the little podcast that could here, <laughs> um, and you know, thanks to CBC and the and the entire network and everyone that's helped us over there. So, so yeah, just New Year's resolution: keeping it kind of simple, streaming backlog of games, and then just continuing to to work on the podcast, make a good product for everybody. So, two things: one, yeah, I can't believe you said that when this is going to be Andrew's. First edit, <laughs> you know it's going to be dog shit. Look at him. He's going to get ADD. He's going to have Genshin Impact on the side playing it. I'm just kidding, Andrew. I know you're going to do great. Uh, this, By the way, this episode brought to you by Andrew. <laughs> uh, second, I'm surprised you didn't mention anything about school. I, I mean, sure. I mean, I, but I don't it's really know what. It's not podcast gaming related. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> No, but it absolutely, Kevin's right. Like, that is going to be something that is not only going to enhance your experience, but also your field of view of what you could potentially bring to the podcast. Sure. Uh, And, I mean, I'm excited for it. I actually have a timer app on my phone because I'm that that guy. Uh, At the time of this recording, I have 23 days and 21 hours until I start school. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I brought it up a couple episodes ago. Um, yeah, I am going back to, to school studying video game design. Um, yeah, so I guess a New Year's resolution is that I just don't like get uh, in over my head um, and and find it too hard that I that I quit because it, it's a passion that I have. It's something that I want to do, and and we'll see, you know, what happens in the future. But yeah, I, I'm really excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, so I guess my New Year's resolution is that I just continue with it. Really, so. Yeah. Good good catch. Good call. So I think that's going to do it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Again, Happy New Year. Thank you guys for checking out the first episode of VGL. We will be on our regular schedule uh, until we say otherwise. So we'll be every other Monday. You know where to find us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. So thank you guys again. We love you and Happy New Year. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So follow us on Instagram. VGL podcast and Twitter VGL underscore podcast. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Goodbye. See ya. Three, two, one. Look at that. Like in sync, baby. <laughs> How do you bye, play bye, guitar bye. and still didn't get the three, two, one timing right? <laughs> three, two, one. Burn. <laughs> I have no rhythm.
The gang is back, baby. Let's go. How do we have any listeners?